wrestling fans, with charisma. Hey, that's me! And today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett, with charisma. Once again, we are smack dab on ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. After a week off, I apologize for that, but we are here and ready to go, Quinn. That's right. Took a week off. You went and uh, got to uh, live a dream of a lot of guys would like to have done in their lifetime wrestle at the chase so can't hold that against you for not for for taking 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 a week off (laughs) by the time i got back i was so battered bruised and tired from a long weekend of pay-per-views and tapings that i just totally spaced forgot it it was going to be taping day the day we got back and yeah i kind of flipped out and i was like hey we need to (laughs) we gotta do something that's no problem so 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 wrestling at the chase what do you think the building is is beautiful. We actually stayed at the Chase as well. Uh, very nice rooms. Very nice place. Uh, I was telling you off air. I actually left all my wrestling jackets at the Chase, and they were nice enough to ship them back to me. I covered the cost, of course, but still, they were nice enough to find them and ship them back to me, um, and were very <laughs> responsive. No, the, the place was great. They were a great host. I talked to a couple of the people that, that worked there, and they were excited to have a have us in there and excited for the buzz and there really was a buzz around st louis uh, we were sold out each night uh the crowd was hot and electric and then the tapings were also just as just as hot and electric uh, it was it was a it, it was the best wrestling loop i've ever had and i, ho- I hope to continue to build on it it was amazing so what do you think you you wrestling the same building as all those old legends oh uh, if you if you watch the pay-per-view and you see me coming out to the ring I'm just kind of taking it in like everyone else is getting their pose and, and getting their shot for camera. And like, I, I screw up and don't even walk around hard cam. I just kind of get up on the ring apron and start looking around. You know what I mean? It was, a, it was a wild feeling. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, that, that was the place, you know, the chase that was, that was the place to be, you know, if, if only everybody would have had to wear three piece suits and sitting at a dinner table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still, that's crazy. The first time I ever saw some video that I was like, what the crap? Yeah, it was, but that's the way it was back then. Going yeah, to watch but, wrestling the case was a big deal. But I got know? to, I got to watch uh, Empower in the room, um, you know, because we obviously weren't doing any any wrestling that day. So I was in the back of the room, standing with the crowd. So I got to feel every, every, yeah. uh, every bit of the emotion in the room, and that was really, really cool. Um, yeah. Especially because there were some big moments on Empower and some really, really good matches. Um, one. Melina and Deanna Perrazzo was a awesome match. Um, was it? Yeah, there, there was a moment with Gail Kim and Awesome Kong where Awesome Kong retires in the middle of the ring uh, with Gail Kim by her side, probably her most notable foe, yeah. and it legitimately had me tear up. Uh, so I, the Empower pay-per-view was amazing, and I was also, because I was done wrestling, I also snuck to the same spot where I watched Empower to watch Trevor Murdoch win the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. And talk about electric! That room was buzzing. Really cool. Yeah, it was. It was wild. I, it's cool. It's a, it was a success, and that the women's. Uh, it's good to see the women's pay-per-view sold out. That was good to see. Um, yes, I, I seemed like it. Uh, like it, we talked about before, you know, NWA start. You know, get back its stride from you know being shut down for a while. And uh, so this this having that live crowd is gonna. You know, even though you know they were doing tapings with no crowd, but now yeah, it just so much makes it so much better. Yeah, know? no, it, it absolutely does, and especially. When yeah, I saw that. 
Go ahead. I was just gonna say, especially when they were as hot as they were that night. As on that the the show, the power show, the, the, the from the night. That dude with the uh, the orange blazer and the Santa Claus hat. He was all he went. He came all the way to St. Louis. Came all the way to St. Louis, and if you watch, he's wearing my T-shirt. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, old Santa Vol. He he has said I'm nice lifts for life. So beat that for life. <laughs> I just look the next time make the next show. I'll have to look see at the shirt. I didn't. I just I just noticed in there like hey. He posted a picture of him and Sinister Minister right before that match. That may have been unlucky. He posted a picture of him and the Sinister Minister that he took right (laughs) before that match. So that may have been unlucky for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was a a shock to see him there. Um, But um, it was, uh, I didn't see the pay-per-view. But people on the internet were saying it was that both of them were was really good, so that's good. Keep the momentum going. It seems like everybody's got momentum right now. It seems like wrestling's you know, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely is. Um, I didn't watch uh, AEW's pay per view, but they, everybody said it was good. Uh, the 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 last half hour was insane. Right. The whole pay per view was good. The yeah. whole pay per view was really really good. The last half hour was insane. Now, yeah. so how did they do the punk and uh, the Darby Allen, how'd they do the finish on that without hurting Punk just slipped one over on him. Mm. I mean, he just beat him. Yeah. Oh, it was fine. And he and, Dar- yeah. and Darby looked great throughout. It was very reminiscent of uh, Bret Hart, one, two, three, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, I've seen the, the spots they did. Uh, yeah. No, the, the whole the whole match told told a very similar story, too. Though. I, I know they played tribute to it with some of the, the ending yeah. work. Um, but no, it, it told the same story. Darby came out looking great. Yeah. But like we talked before, is that going to hurt him on that? Can't win the big one. I don't think so. Do you think he did it? So he did enough in the match to. Oh yeah. I, I a hundred percent believe so. It was, How long did it go? I'll be honest. I, I was a, a few adult beverages in by that point. So my frame, my time frame reference is a little off, but I'd say they went, <laughs> a, they went 15 to 20. I'm sure. Okay. So. Uh, do you think they should have had all those people debut on one pay per view? Do you think they should have spread it out? I see the argument for every for both, right? Um, yeah, I see the argument for both. I'll say how they did it was amazing because they had me on just the Adam Cole debut, and I was fine with that. Yeah, I was like, well, that was really good. And then, so, then uh, Flight of the Valkyries hit, and I fangirled out. You know what I mean? So they had. They had me, and, and they did it in the right order, too. They couldn't have done Danielson and then Cole. No. Because the reaction wouldn't have been. But they did it in the right order. They went nuts for Danielson. No. Or, excuse me, for Cole. But then they exploded oh, for yeah, Danielson. For him, yeah. Um, I guess it's like, you know, you sit both. I guess nowadays we're basically everything's a hot shot, really. You know, so you, I mean, before back in the day, you would have spread that out, you know. But nowadays you got to. You're trying to get it all now, you know? I, I can see that, but, like, here, here's the thing I'll say. AEW is 100% the new kid is on the block. Yeah. So I feel like they, they're thinking they need to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. And should, they, yeah. they struck, and it was hot. Yeah. But do you think they should have put Adam Cole with the Elite? I mean, well, I mean, they really don't have a – they do, but they don't. I mean, I mean, what were they just in Ring of Honor together? I mean, they, they were, I mean, Ring of Honor, PWG, 
And New Japan. Yeah, but I want to agree with PWG because wasn't Adam Cole? Well, he he wasn't part of their little. And he worked there, but he wasn't. He yeah, ever. No, he, I thought, he, was in, he was in their group out there. I know he worked out there because I, I thought he did. Oh, who was it? At first, he wasn't, but he ended up getting He's in there hard. too. Okay, because I know he was like in three or four different little groups uh, through, the, through the years out there. I didn't know he was there with them. What do you think about oh um oh uh, Brian Cage's old lady getting on the internet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about it. Oh, she twittered talking about how uh, basically. Just Throwing AEW on the bus, saying there that Brian Cage is being uh, not being used right, and he's a main event guy, and all. I'm like, oh man, like, there's only one main event, <laughs> you know. That's so, unfortunate. And I think I don't know if she said she said something about him jobbing to Hobbs on TV or something. I mean, it was just like you gotta be kidding me. I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, you be glad you got a. You get to work once a week and get a full, you have a full contract, full time contract once a week. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean, there's only so much TV time. And I think one of them, I think somehow, I don't know if it, because I didn't, I just saw bits and pieces of stuff she put. I don't know if she said something about him having to work the, the uh, what's it, dark, that what it's called? The dark and dark what? elevation, yeah. Well, I think she might have put something about him having to work and make and. You know, you can't be on TV every weekend, every week, unless you're the tip top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, or, keeping, and, and they're keeping that going. Everybody's on dark or dark elevation, except for a couple. I mean, it's just like, but I mean, they're keeping that storyline going on TV every week. On the, uh, but not every, you know, not everybody wrestles every week, but they get mentioned and or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like shit. It's like don't get heat, get heat. You know. And back in the day, that would have got heat from the boys. The boys would have got mad at about that because that's going to, you know, you don't let your lady, you know, call it, get the office start up. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah different day, true. different time, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that he would still get some heat over it. That's unfortunate, though, man. Yeah, I mean, I just be glad he's got a job, you know. Yep, 100%. You know, and I, my thing is, no, he's not made a big guy, but he's in the story. He's got a storyline going, and you know, and the blow off's going to be him and Ricky Starks. You can't have Ricky, him and Ricky Starks the first week, and he you know, he did a job to Hobbs on TV, but he got hit with the gimmick, he hit with the belt. Starks, it's it's a storyline, it's a work, you know, it's the whole. It's like, ain't she supposed to be in the business and she realized this? But you know, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen that on an independent level, and I've always laughed at it. Yeah, I mean, that, but you can't do it at this level of, you know. And, uh, yeah, we, everybody wants, when you work for a company, yeah, you want to be the top guy. You want to be in the main event when we give it a week. But that ain't how the business is, you know? No, not at all. It's not a, it was a territory times, yeah. This ain't, ter- you know, it's it, the whole business is totally different, you know. And uh, I just don't know what. He needs to tell her to, to chill out, you know. Something that I'm gonna look into that after we get off off air. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, I seen like bits and pieces people were putting what she was saying. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I was just like, wow. I mean, you, I don't. I just don't. Just be happy, you know. But he's got a job, and you know, just you work once a week, you get paid a full time job. You know, check. Well, twice I, now. Huh? Twice now. Oh, you know, but just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't like he's out on the road, just constant and just, you know, it, it's like, 
man, be grateful for the situation you got, you know? But I don't know. <laughs> different. I guess I come from a different different time period, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, like I said, I'm still pretty sure that's frowned upon. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So <clears throat> what was the match we're going to be re- going to be watching today? Uh, been, the, I remember yeah, it was Smoky Mountain. It, it was Shawn Michaels versus Buddy Landau. Pull it up here. The uh, YouTube user is Campillo One W O N. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the the tracker thing on the on the, on it, right? Yep, and that's the way we can do it without uh without having to use the Peacock app. Yeah, so this was probably somebody got a master of this or something from because I don't think this is the because the the one I seen was just a hard camera shot, right? I do believe. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's been so many years. I mean, it's been gosh, early 2000s. My son got it. On, I got it in a trade. Um, I, yeah. I want to say it was a hard camera shot. So I'm wondering if this was one of the tapes, one of the masters that they, the Cornet's masters that he didn't use for the when they put the TV together, right? Or the DVD, you know, the the we'll put the tape together to sell for the. This is what Super Bowl wrestling. Yeah, the Super Bowl wrestling, August fourth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking that's what it is. Is this is one of the, uh, the different camera shot that that they didn't use to, or they did use, or one of the many different camera shots and stuff. Because it'd still be owned by New York, but I don't know. But I guess with being a master like this, it would. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming they would own the edited version. Yeah, the edited version of it. That's what I'm trying to say. That's, thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to get it out. I'm stumbling over here. <laughs> That's what I meant, yeah. And, uh, okay, yeah. I got it queued up, so whenever you're ready to ready to roll with it. All right, well, I'm triple zeroed out. So are you at home, get triple zeroed out, and we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. Cornet. How long did we did the uh, Cornet's army? Give me no, and he had the fatigues. Yeah. Now there, I did. I did have a little bit of sound when I first hit play. There is commentary over this. Is there? Okay, I got mine. I got mine on mute. So. Well, I do now. It just it was on when I first hit play. Whatever this is, it's a copy of a copy of a copy. Because the quality is not very good. This is high definition in 1995. I know. Well, I'm saying, but this you can tell this is like a third or fourth generation of it, though, because it's kind of blurred. Yeah, I, I love the story this match tells because it's like the coming out party for Buddy Landell after so many false starts in his wrestling career, and he cut that money promo into this match. So this this was what ninety five. Yeah. Okay, so this was. Three months for Smoky Mountain went out of business. Oh yeah, this this uh. It was crazy. They, they drew a good house. But they were, you know, that's crazy. This is a prelude to Buddy's babyface turn, and then I can't remember if Buddy was there when Smoky totally went out of business or not. He was on the last show in okay. Cooper, Tennessee. But this this match is what ended up getting him a job when he was working with WWF for a little while before he obliterated his knee. Yeah, Michael's wants a handshake. So Michael, I guess Michael's was a babyface at this time, wasn't he? He he plays a weird role, a weird role in this. He plays a little, little bit heelish, but he was a babyface. He was a heelish right there. He put the hand out, and then Buddy went to shake it, and he pulled it back. 
So he's yeah. kind of, I don't think he, he might not be babyface by this time. I think he is in WWF. Oh! Like, they're both playing weird roles because Buddy's also, like, still a heel. But he's but, like, but yeah. trying to do it on his own type thing. He's selling that smack, ain't he? <laughs> yeah. So really, there's really no pure heel and baby face in this, basically. They're kind of both edgy. Both yeah. they're kind of, like you said, Michaels is edgy, and they're trying to lead up to the turn for Landell. So, it, yeah. And Michaels was always, well, they tried to make him a white meat baby face there for a while, but Michaels was always the edgy baby face anyway. Yeah. Because he was a bad guy for so long. Yep. But he's getting on him. Big reversal. Oh, for the super kick, he powdered out. <laughs> and, and right there, you tease tease a finish right right from the get go. So if somebody doesn't know yep. what his finish is, they go, "Hey, that kick meant something." Yep. But most likely, everybody there know that was his finish. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, you you'd assume, but maybe some people didn't watch WWF. And, you know, that's true too. Yep, that is true. Is Sean getting heat with Cornette, or I don't know if it's Cornette or the people, or I, I, I think it might have been the people who's getting on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Cornette's on the other side. Yeah, yeah he was getting hit the crowd. <laughs> I mean, headlock. Are they going to back him in and shoot him off, maybe? This is peak Shawn Michaels for me, too. Like, the, this era, 95, Shawn. Like, I mean, it's probably when he was the hardest to do business with, too. But oh, This one the hardest to do business with. That was, later. that was a little later on. Tackle drop down. Look at Buddy go. Dang. Oh, oh Buddy took the Frankensteiner. Look at Buddy flopping. <laughs> Buddy Landell is one of low-key the best heel salesmen out there. He uh, he does something oh, that I, I try to steal where he'll be laying, like, sitting at a 45-degree angle. He'll have a hold of your tights. He'll punch them. He'll take a small back bump and pull himself right back up and just do rapid fire ones. And it always looks so good. I remember, was it Dirty White Boy who, who stripped Buddy or was it Tracy? One of them stripped Buddy on Smoky Mountain TV. I can't, man, I can barely remember Smoky Mountain. It's been so long ago. But one of them stripped it's Buddy. Probably one or the other. It had to be one or the other. And he's giving him the shots, and Buddy's taking those little bumps and feeding back up, and he's just in his little skivvies. Oh, it's the best. Sizing each other up now. Buddy should have been a millionaire in this business. Yep, he could have been. Locking up. Back and forth, going to get in the ropes. Big punch, boom, boom. Big punches, my Michaels. We'll shoot him in. Backdrop, no. Oh, big what? hip. Yeah, might as well have been oh, a backdrop. Do what? Might as well have been a backdrop. I know. He got, look at the height he had on that. Good grief. And I like how he, he took that big bump, powdered off into the corner. So I can take a big bump like it. You don't need to feed back up for nothing. No, just let Sean go to the corner and do the playgirl pose. 
Yeah. Is he gonna come charging? I forget to come charge him and move. So you're a big collector. Did you have that magazine? What? John's Playgirl. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Just wondering. You're a collector. I, I never collect magazines. Especially a Playgirl. What the crap, dude? I did, didn't mean you had every one of them. Just thought you might have had Sean's. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to the match. <laughs> Lock up. But it go back him in the corner. Oh, nice knee. Don't chop him. Oh, big chop. Punch. punch. I love that punch in the jaw. He got a really good punch in the jaw. Look at that. He had a nice little punch in the jaw. Buddy, buddy's a Tennessee boy. He knows how to pump, throw a punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, big block. Big buckle. We'll give him another one. Boom. Oh, we're going to give him the big 10 early now. Boom. Big 10. And it's 10 that look good. Yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah. Yep. And we take the flare bump. Now <laughs> uh, that was more of a, a Greg Valentine. Well, yeah, because he didn't walk out. <laughs> the, the, there, there, there was there was no theatrics. <laughs> yeah, just, it was oh. more about definitely was the the, the four bumps. What I meant to say, yeah, it was yeah. more of Valentine. But he's trying to Johnson <laughs> down ten baby to come on. Another staring down. Gonna do hey. <laughs> another lock up. Oh, buddy, grab that arm. Let's work the arm for a little bit here. Slow it down. <laughs> Sean, he grabbed Sean's hair. hair. Yeah, video guy. He'll reach behind hair pull. I was trying to second until I figured he did while he went down. Crowd's asking him. He's asking. He's asking, buddy. He's asking the crowd. He's saying no. He grabs buddy's hair. <laughs> yeah, buddy grabbed his hair again. Took him down. <laughs> great job drawing the ref too, and yeah, Brian, Brian Hildebrand's so great, just so great yeah, at being good. in the right place. Yep. Sean backs him in. Is that a slap or a punch? I thought it was a slap, but Buddy's selling it like a jab. Nobody home. Big shoulder to the pole. And I'm probably going to start some heat on that shoulder. Yep, there you go. Stomping the shoulder. Stomps look really good. We'll drag him over the rope. There you go. I'm going to hammerlock over the top rope. Popping it there. It's going to work his... Work is on for a while now. Nice, nice body blows. Big punch. Yeah, Lindell's punches look really good. Oh, was that a form? I'm not sure. I think it was a punch that he just like was real close on, but okay. Is <laughs> he got to step over arm bar on him? Is he is in the barred? Yeah, and he's got the top rope. Oh. Refs asking if he had the rope. I mean, in all logic, 
grabbing that rope with the other hand really wouldn't do nothing, you know? Oh, no, absolutely. But, I mean, we used to have this discussion when it would be like the Boston Crab and you reach forward and grab the rope. Yeah. Oh, piss. You got a commercial? I do. Are you oh. able to skip? I can skip it, yep. All right. Skip, skip. in three, two, one. Man, we hadn't had one of those in forever. No, we looked up. Hey, we got it at the same time. That's always a plus. Yeah, that's good. Oh, Michael's is firing back up, buddy. Michael's had a really good little jam. Yeah. It's one, two, actually go now. It's just Michael's firing up, but he cuts him off. To go back to the arm, I'm going to whip him off and shoot him in the buckle. I knew that was because he's up and over. Oh, but he don't. He goes down to the mat selling. On the floor, Cornette gonna get him some heat. Nobody went and got him. Well, that, that was the whole deal is like Buddy would not let him interfere. Yeah, he was wanting it. Maybe. Oh, that looked good. Buddy punching the pole. That looked real good. I was gonna fire back up with the chop. I like that how they have a couple real guardrails and a and then the rest of it, the real thin, cheap guardrails. Yeah. And a broken table. Somebody must have broke the table order in the, the night. You see that? Table's laying down. Somebody must have broke it earlier in the... Yeah, looking Ooh. at the... Elbow. The, ma the matches before, it could have been a couple of them. Okay. <laughs> Probably Heavenly Bodies versus Dirty White Boy and Tracy Smothers. Maybe. That seems Actually, like one that would have gone wild. Yeah, I got me. Yeah. Michael's firing back up. Trading some one, doing some one twos. Oh, no. Michael's just giving them all of them now. Giving rights and lefts. Now going back to the lefts. Michael's with a headbutt. Yeah, you don't see that a lot. I was like, I was like, I, especially that time period for Michael's, he never seen a headbutt. Covers Buddy, one, two, Buddy kicks out. Big buckle. Nice jazz from Michaels. Here's a big right. Gonna shoot him off. Is this the backdrop? Nope. What is it? Oh, big flying burrito. Big stomp. Yeah, Michaels always did that and always did it really well. Yeah. Scoop slam. He's gonna go top for the elbow. And Buddy outweighs Michaels by a good 30, 40 pounds. Yeah. There goes that. Man, he's got some distance to cover on this one. Big elbow. Man, nice flying elbow drop. Buddy kicks out. Oh, Sean looks like he's fixing coffee. Well, what was it? Switch it. Uh, uh, sweet chin music. Super kick. Here it comes. Buddy's coming up. Oh, Buddy ducks it. Ducks Buddy's clothesline. Rolls up for the. Richter roll. I mean, Pat O'Connor roll. Oh, everybody's grabbing crap. What the? Who almost grabbed? They both had ties, didn't they? Yep. They went for Pat O'Connor roll. I said, Victor, I mean, Pat O'Connor roll. They both was <laughs> trying to finish up by the tights. Oh, there comes a ref bump. No? Yep, there it is. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that was good. I got a little sequence there. Oh, there comes Cornette. And shot, oh, I remember. I do remember that part of it. I did go right at the 
thought it was going to kablam me with the racket. Oh, we'll see the famous. Oh, he's going to shoot Cornet in. He's going to get a big bump. Ah, a big spinning Cornet bump. Grabs Buddy, shoots him in. What we got here? Goes for the backdrop. Oh, DDT. That's the only part I remember the match is the Cornet going for the uh, racket. And the world famous spinning corkscrew elbow. Yeah, Buddy Landell's corkscrew elbow right there. One. Two. Oh, he sees the racket. He's like, how'd this get in here? I'm like, hold on a second. He's asking Buddy. Buddy said, I didn't use no racket. He's asking the people, did Buddy use the racket? Sean's warming the leg up. Here it comes. Bam! Super kick. One, two, three. Good finish. Good finish didn't hurt, didn't hurt Buddy. Exactly. Further the feud. Exactly. You had to put Sean over. His <clears throat> finish didn't hurt Buddy. Uh, progressed the storyline of him going to be turning Bayface. And bang, and that's no it. afterbirth. Bang, just cut off. Yep. Yeah. So up next is Shawn Michaels versus Rad Radford on mine. Is that what oh, I was said? That, was that your pick for next week? Oh, man. <laughs> man, you stooched it off, man. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to see the afterbirth because I remember I, said, I had this. I watched it, but it's been over 20 something years. I saw one part I remember, actually remember the match was Cornette, uh, whoo, sorry, sorry, yawning, uh, coming down and, you know, uh, trying to hit him with, him with the right. That's one part of that match I remember. So, um, yeah, I was, uh, I want to see the rest of it because then they get into a shoving match. I think they did a little shoving match, and then wow. uh, Buddy they did walked the out. Did they Buddy walk out, or they did the makeup? I think Buddy walked out. Okay. It's been so long ago, I can't remember. That was good. Yeah, man. I mean, it it's, really a, it's a short match, pretty basic, but I, I really enjoy it. And I, honestly, I enjoy it because of – has a lot to it. You know, it was something that – Knowing the story liked. into it, hearing the promo. Well, you know, and, that, and that got him his job. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it's good because you, you know, that was what 95. Okay, if you go back and watch some of his like 92, 93 ish USWA, when Buddy was like almost 300 pounds and not doing nothing, and then you watch that just you know, like a year later, it's like you know, he got serious, you know. So, and, you know, it's that's good, to, you know, because I mean, it's not USWA stuff, man. If you look at him, he was so out of shape, and you know, he just you know, and then. He got, you know, got serious, got back into shape, and uh, put on good matches and everything. So, uh, and that was the eleventh match of an eleven match card. Oh, what I was on that that show. Uh, let's see. The first match was Brian Armstrong uh, defeating D'Lo Brown. The Headbangers defeating Chris Michaels and Flash Flanagan. Cryus. Yep. Uh, PG thirteen defeating Curtis Thompson and Jackie Fulton. Uh, the Punisher defeating Bob Armstrong. Mm. Uh, Al Snow defeating Marty Jannetty for the MTW heavyweight title. Don't know what MTW was, but oh, no. this was what August. Um, that's yes, that's been one of the last Al Snow's last shows. He left around that period, didn't he? Went to I'm New York. assuming you, you said Smoky Mountain didn't last too much longer after this. Yeah, it closed down November 26, 1995. Was the last show people Tennessee. 
Yeah. I was there that time watching it. <laughs> and, you know, what's crazy is uh, I went with Randall Fanning and Steve Bryant. Steve took pictures and Randall taped it. Randall Fanning had the only copy of the last Smoky Mountain show. And he sat on that for years and years. Now you can find it. There's, uh, I guess, when he, I guess he's, because he's, I know he sold off a lot of his stuff. And I guess when he sold it off, it finally got out there. But it, for, oh gosh, uh, I know at least 10 years, he was not, he would not come off a copy of it for anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he finally, uh, stuff, it's finally out there floating around. And I, I saw it a couple of years ago floating around. It's like, and the quality was horrible. But now he, um, no, he, he actually had the he filmed it and what was crazy because we was talking to Tracy after the show and uh, uh, and people were walking by saying by like, well, like you know you know this was Chris you know this was the the Saturday after Thanksgiving you know and they didn't have the big show Thanksgiving night and in Knoxville uh, Johnson City and then they did Cookville um, and you figured they you know they'd have a Christmas show you know but. Everybody was, they were all saying goodbyes. We were standing there, and you could hear them all, they all were saying, I hope you have a good Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. And he was like, oh, they because, you know, well, they must not be running Christmas, you know. They're going to shut down for the rest of the year, you know. Because really, December is is not a good month unless you run on Christmas. You know, that's the, the show, you know. Yeah. Um, so a lot of places, you know, so that's what we thought, you know. We figured, well, they're just going to shut down, you know, just take Christmas off this year. But what we know, that was the actual last show, so <laughs> – I I cut you off, didn't I? Sorry. The Dan Severn defeated Bobby Blaze to maintain to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Terry Gordy and Tommy Rich beat Boo Bradley and the Mongolian Stomper. Uh, Brad oh. Armstrong beat Billy Jack Haynes uh, for the USWA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, the Undertaker The Undertaker defeated Unibom. The Heavenly Bodies defeated. Uh, the Thugs for the SMW tag titles, and Shawn Michaels beat Buddy Landell to retain the Intercontinental title. So they had Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker on this yep. card. Wow. Because I remember, uh, I want to say it was 1st of September, maybe, or into August. Uh, I wrote with uh, Steve Bryant, the photographer. Smoky Mountain ran uh, Manchester. They ran the Coffee County uh, Fair. And uh, so we went, I went with him and so he was going to take pictures and he had, he had some pictures he needed to give to, um, uh, um, Mark Curtis. Um, uh, Steve actually went to Memphis that Monday and that's when they were starting up that USWA Smoky Mountain War and yeah. he took pictures and he had to get some pictures, some of the pictures to Mark Curtis, um, Brian Hildebrand, wherever, wherever he goes by. Was he Hildebrand there? Is Hildebrand in, uh, Smoky. Okay. Or was he Mark Curtis at? WCW. Okay. Um, so we got, uh, we'll say, and, and on the way up there, Steve was saying, man, I want to, I want to get some, uh, get there and, and, uh, get some pictures of, uh, of Al Snow. And uh, so, and so we were going and there was a backup getting into the fair that night. It took us like 45 minutes to get into the fair. It, traffic was, it was awful. So by the time we were, we didn't, we missed the first two matches and it was Al Snow was one of the first was in the first and I think Headbangers uh, Kane what was a Unibomb yeah yeah uh, it was it was like the two I think it was the first two it might have been three matches the first one we missed but yeah we got there it was like it's like man I missed uh, Al Snow and it was like it was like the next week he he had left and went to uh, New York so 
But uh, so, so, so yeah. So I saw two Smoky Mountain shows within two, what, three months from each other before they went out of business. You killed the it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. It was uh, they dressed in a horse trailer. I've been there, and everybody dressed in it, <laughs> and they had like a little uh, little can, little pop up canopy things, you know, little four, four posts, and they put a tarp in front of it, and baby faces come out that side, and the heels come out, walk around the truck, come out the other side of the truck. <laughs> I was that, like, oh that's my gosh! I thought the two entrances were dumb. When it's a small building and they know we all have to dress somewhere, yeah. I've always thought the two entrances were dumb. Specifically, when one of those entrances is through the front door or they the, a door that they know goes outside. <laughs> and it's always, and you know this, it's always the heels who have to go through that door. Oh, baby faces never have to walk. Never. First time I ever worked in a high school gym, uh, it was at Fairview High School, Fairview, Tennessee. And the hill, we we. We dress in the lock in the locker room. I don't know if it's the basketball. I don't know if it's the basketball locker room. It must be the football team because the we weren't connected to the gym yet. It was on the other side of the school, but you could cut through the bay fish just walking this one hallway. They made us heels walk out and go all the way around the school and come in. I'm like, why don't you just tarp that off and let's both come? Then we could. I was like, we didn't want to run the whole school with heels. I was like, this sucks. I mean, it was like crazy when they had it set up i was like they just had to walk this one little hallway and boom they're in the gym we had to go this to come out so you're going to help we had to go back around loop all the way it's like come on man well, i don't you, think it's worse you remember when we used to wrestle at the auction house in columbia to, yeah we'd always have to go outside yeah, yeah it's like what's there'd snow? be snow outside and we're walking through snow in our wrestling yeah. room, walking uphill because freddie yeah. was on a hill Trying yeah, to, yeah. Oh. I remember that. Yeah, because it was only it was slanting. So it was in the basement dressing. That's yeah, why the robes we got were so heavy to stay warm. <laughs> stay warm. <laughs> we had winter and oh, summertime yeah. robes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was. I didn't think. I remember that. Yeah, but oh, uh, yeah, that was a good match, man. I like that. Uh, it, like I said, it short, little good, little match. Nothing, a lot to it. Uh, what they did was good. They, you know, set up. A little bit of what they did, you know, it, you know, made sense. The finish was good uh, because we know what, what come out of the finish, you know, the afterbirth, of a buddy, and eventually turning babyface. Excuse me, on that, it's it it a fun little match. You know, I liked it. It was good. Well, I mean, I obviously liked it because I, I selected it just off memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's see here. So, my, what's your pick? I know I got to pull it back up. My thing went to sleep mode. All right. I don't know if this match is going to be any good. Um, I'm assuming it's at the lead up to their legendary match. Uh, it's sometime in, like I said, my TV won't pull up the whole gimmick of the information on it. Uh, I should have looked it up on my laptop because it pulls it up. But it is going to be, going to, guess where we're going to go? Where's that? Houston? We're not going to Houston. Guess what? We're not going to Japan. We're going to Mid-Atlantic, 1983. Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine. And it's not the, the chain match. It's not Starcade. So it's the build-up. Uh, I said there, I don't get no information on my gimmick here. Who's it posted you. by? What's that? Who's it posted uh, by? Old, it's by Old School Wrestling with no G. Uh, let's see. Does it say Greg Valentine versus Roddy Piper, NWA, 1983? 
says Great Roddy Piper versus Great Valentine, 1983, Mid Atlantic. Uh-huh. It's old school wrestling, no G. Trying to find that one. I'd be the same man. They're in a big arena wherever they're at. Uh, like I said, my um, thing won't give me on my TV. Don't give me on info. Is the uh, and so, sorry for all this. I'm going to keep all this in though. Is the uh, the thumbnail both of them in the corner with the referee uh, trying to get my, in on it? Let me get back to my thumbnail. My thumbnail is uh, Valentine punching Piper. He's got him by the hair. He's punching. Oh, okay. So that one for me, this one, oh, I've got that one, but it's listed as Greg Valentine versus Roddy Piper in Mid-Atlantic 7-9-1983. 19 minutes and seven seconds? Yeah. Okay. The one I have is uploaded by Mega Sting 1981. Okay, so yours is a different person. But it's the same match. I'm, I'm sure it's the same match. Yeah, this is old school wrestling. Wrestling is actually, God, I don't He spelled wrestling W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Oh, that, that's how some people spell wrestling, and I hate it. Yeah, that's how old school wrestling, yeah. So it's wrestling. Okay, I, I found it. But, yeah, so that is from uh, July 9th, 1983. July 9th. So that's when that, that feud got going. So it's, it should be good. Yeah. I, stumbled, I stumbled across it, and I was, looked, uh, I was like, okay, well, this is not the dog collar. I was like, so this should be pretty good. Because uh, I was trying to find something a little different, you know, trying to, you know, uh, did so much Japan and, and Houston, which is good because there's so much good stuff. But I saw this, I was like, this might be pretty good. And so I put I bookmarked it on my my thing here. So, right. so I've got that book bookmarked to to watch later for next week. In '83, they were both in their prime, so that should be really good. So that's what we'll be at next week. That'll be good. I don't think we watched any. We haven't watched any Mid Atlantic, have we? Not that I can think of offhand. No. The only NWA stuff we've watched has been what Houston, basically Houston, ain't it? Yeah, I think so for the most part. Yeah, because the uh, Harley and Terry was from Houston for the belt. Andre and, and Harley was from Houston for the belt. Well, we watched that one that was kind of NWA, and I think it's from San Antonio, or was that from Houston? Where it was for the they did the world title tournament. Oh, that one NWA. That was. They're saying it was for the well, NWA. It was the one. You, it was it was San Antonio, but it had nothing to do with Bosch. Right, but yeah. so yeah, so but it was San Antonio. It wasn't in Houston, right? No, it was um, it's Southwest. Right, Blanchard Group. Yeah, so we hadn't really. Yeah, I think really first thing from Mid Atlantic. Like I said, everything from Florida I found has been clipped, and nothing's ever in the full. I've never found anything. You know, a big match, or you know, saying something that we would watch in full. I can't. I haven't found anything in full from Florida. It's like there's nothing. I'm sure it's out there. I just keep digging and digging, but I haven't found anything um, that's you know. Or or if you do find it, it's on like a um, eight or nine minute match because had some kind of interference or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's never you know. So it's hard. So that's why I haven't picked any Florida. I mean, because Florida was so was so good, but. They're just no full uh, arena matches. You get some, um, you know, a couple short studio ones. Uh, didn't Funk do a uh, around 82-ish, 83-ish, a uh, empty studio cage match on uh, Florida TV with, with a job guy? Oh, God, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, for some reason, I remember when I was looking for stuff. I, remember, I think I saw that. I was like, that'd be interesting. It was only like, it wasn't long at all. I was like, yeah, I think it was like, 8283, I think Funk wrote some job. That was a job guy. And it was in an empty studio in a cage. 
So I guess they kind of took the Memphis empty Coliseum gimmick and uh, did it. But um, I think it'd be a good little match. Uh, like I said that's when they were in their prime. So when you know, it was both pre um, pre New York, which when they well, Piper was amazing in New York. Valentine, I guess he was. Yeah, because he had those matches with Tito were really good for the Intercontinental Belt. Yeah. First, first year or so. So, so if it was, so if this is where they went, so it should be really good. Yeah, no, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it because, like you said, that's like that's before Valentine got kind of kind of lazy. Well, yeah, about about eighty. I want to say probably about eighty six, eighty seven ish. By the time they put him with Beefcake, he was starting to you know get complacent of where he was at, getting those good checks. You know, but you think about it, when he start like in what seventy? So I mean, he he didn't put in a lot of time. So yeah, I'm sure his body was starting to to. Uh, Break down a little bit on him too. So, and those '80s WF rings they say were just horrible. But yeah, we'll get, we'll watch that next week. See anything going on besides uh, recuperating from 27 matches in two days? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, just uh, training hard, trying to get in better and better shape, and uh, preparing for what few shots I have coming up, and that's it. Do you work in a lot of places, or honestly, everything in September canceled but one. Really. Yeah, so I've got, I've got one booking the entire month of September, so I'm going to use September. Where's that at? Uh, I will be at a part of the Lincoln County Fair in Fayetteville, Tennessee, wrestling Cabana Man Dan. Oh, that'd be a good match. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Dan, uh, yeah. you know, Dan took like, I think, seven years off wrestling. Just like a long time off. Yeah, he just like left, and he now he's back. back. Looking totally, he came back looking totally different. <laughs> oh, dude, he's, he's in great shape. Yeah. Uh, he's wrestling fantastically and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the match it's probably going to be yeah, like one of the wildest fair matches i've ever had <laughs> yeah he took a long time off and yeah, came back looking being like a flame guy his body just totally you know redid his body look he looks he looks really really looks really good yeah really good. so do y'all have, have y'all scheduled y'all's next uh nwa tapings have they scheduled that yet or um there are there are some in december that I know of, and I think there's going to be a small one before that. Okay. So they're going to do a pay-per-view that in that time period? I, I believe in December. Okay. Did they say where it's at, or are you allowed to say? <laughs> uh, as far as I know, back in Atlanta, unless something back changes. Atlanta. Hey, man, I was I, – I, from the few little clips I've seen, yeah, those crowds looked really good. They were, what man. The, they, what they was were the – what did it hold, 1,200? Uh, it would hold 1,200. We, we had to go – under to eight because of they didn't want to do full capacity due to COVID. Oh, y'all could have sold 1,200 tickets, so. Yep. At, we, yeah, absolutely. We could have. I look, it, yeah, it looked good. Yeah, that's a cool little spot. All right. So, uh, me too. Oh, I know you've been busy. You probably haven't watched WMF, have you? I have not. No, I am behind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got to go watch that Kevin Jones match. <laughs> Does he get on the microphone? Oh, yes, he does. Oh, sold. I'll be watching it. Oh, my gosh. I actually showed Dana. I said, you got to watch this. She's like, what, what are you talking about? I said, watch this. And he gets on the mic. She's like, she just, she lost it. She was rolling, man. It is, oh, it is classic. <laughs> I'm sure they probably, after that, they probably didn't even have a mic for a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the stuff he said was, I'm sure it didn't air on uh, the the uh, uh, <laughs> what's the uh, 
help me here. I'm so tickled I can't talk. TTV. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's no way it could have aired on there. For what he was, what he said. <laughs> oh God, now I'm curious. Now I need to watch. Oh, it, oh, you gotta watch as soon as we get off here, man. It is hilarious. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Oh, dude, I was rolling. I saw watching it several times. Yes, yeah, if you haven't seen it, go to WMF's uh, YouTube channel. What is it? The actual WMF Medium Rare. There you go. Because I messed it up. <laughs> I call what I call it raw last time. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah, so go check that out. It, it, oh, it's it, it's very entertaining. Kevin Jones. Oh man, that's good stuff. Oh yeah, no. If you don't want if you don't want uh, so much comedy. Go to Scott Till's Crowbar Press and get your book. I don't know. He probably has some of them old timers got some funny stories. I mean, might might give you a chuckle out of them. I don't think there'll be some stuff said like Kevin said, but <laughs> anyway, go to uh, crowbarpress.com. Show Scott some love. And while you're reading stuff, uh, you can check out Chris Michael's Facebook page and get a copy of Indestructible, the Chris Michael story. Yeah, my wife got a copy of it. She's read it. So it's pretty stupid. See, she liked it. So it was really interesting. Um, goes into a lot of Chris's, you know, um, personal, you know, life and stuff and stuff that went on with him. And said, she said it was really good. You know, I don't read, so <laughs> she just kind of gave me the, the highlights of it and asked me questions about people. And, and uh, she goes, hey, "This one story, she's um, I give it, you know, I'm gonna tell the story." Because he goes, "I was reading Chris's book, and he's talking about how him and his tag team partner." Um, there was a girl he was dating and she was pregnant and it come to find out it wasn't Chris's baby. It was his tag team partner. I said, it had to be Ronnie Travis. She goes, how did you know? <laughs> I said, cause I know Ronnie Travis. I love Ronnie Travis. Oh my gosh. One of the funniest guys be around in the ring with out of the ring. Ronnie Travis. Oh, he's one of those. He's a, he's a character. He was a character. You probably never met Ronnie Travis. You never did. Uh, well, He's Jamie Dundee, but not on, not as, he's Jamie Dundee like, put it that way. I kind of, best way. But man, oh my gosh, he was so fun to be here. I love working him. Oh man, he was so good in the ring, light as a feather, do anything. Ronnie Travis was so good. But yes, she says, I was raised with Ronnie Travis. She's like, how did you know? I was like, because that's, that's, (laughs) I was going to say it had to be Ronnie Travis. (laughs) That was, that was Ronnie Travis. But, uh, yeah, so go uh, go to Chris's Facebook page and um, pick up his book. Or if you're at a show and see him, he has a medish at, at the shows. Um, and uh, pick one up. And uh, tell him that we, 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 we uh, gave him a little rub on here. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, my UWA Facebook page. Go check that out. UWA Fez 1976. Put a few things on there. Uh, let's see. Oh. Our YouTube page, go to it, like and subscribe. Let's see what else. Man, I'm all right. Uh, you ready? You ready to sit down? Hold yourself on this one. I'm already sitting down, but okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm actually going to Indiana Saturday and Sunday. I'm actually getting away. Can you believe that? You've been away a little bit. Yeah, but it's been a while. I haven't been out for two days. I've been out for a day. Do ball game, side and came straight back. I'm doing two ball games, so hopefully I'll, hopefully I'll be able to be able to uh, be able to hack it. I'm going to Evansville, that's it's not far drive, so uh, going up there to watch them. What a western 
old players, and he's going to play him up there. Um, the stadium that they play in is the one they shot the movie League of Their Own in. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool to uh, check it out. And um, I've never been to Evansville before. Our hotel is just right down from the uh, Coliseum. I'm about to drive over there and check it out. They'll probably let you in. You've never been inside it or anything, have you? Uh-uh. They'll probably let you in to, to view it. Um, if they uh, if they do, see if they'll let you go downstairs because that's where they at least used to store the old ring. I don't know if they still do anymore. But. Okay. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm at least going to go by there. Um, it's like Dumb Me was it in 2017. Yeah. It was, was going to Louisville. We went to Louisville like three times for Dana's mom. She's in the hospital. I take her up there. And uh, didn't realize I was like three blocks over from Louisville Gardens. Didn't even realize. <laughs> so I'm like, by this time I'm gonna make sure I go to to the you know the wrestling building. And uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'll probably be paying for that next week. My body be they all out of whack. But um, it's only it's not that bad of a drive. I looked on it. It's only like an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes from Bowling Green. So I mean, the drive won't be that bad. But just getting up, moving around. At the baseball game stuff, that's probably gonna, but you know, I need to get up and do a little something, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely got to stay active, but that's cool, man. So, minors, I assume, minor um, league game, yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's uh, minor league, it's independent, actually, it's independent ball, independent baseball. Um, uh, it's one of the um, actually, it's one of the independent, I don't know if it's the only one, if it ain't the only one, it, it, there's not maybe, I may actually it might be the only one that it's the Frontier League, it's actually sponsored by major league baseball. Um, because last year they basically gutted the minor leagues. Major uh, Baseball they got rid of tons and tons of minor league teams. Basically, just gutted the whole minor league system. And uh, this is uh, I, don't, I don't know how many leagues are doing it with, but this the Frontier League is sponsored by Major Baseball, so it's actually a one of the highest independent leagues there is. So, um, well, actually, we went and. June and watched this guy play. He played in Mar- he played in Marion, Illinois, and uh, to my league. But it, it's it's probably like it's about the same level of probably like the hot rods up here. Uh, and most of them I've noticed that most of the teams are in major cities. Uh, like there's one right outside of Chicago, one right outside of Cleveland. So they get you know they get the people to come that don't want to go into the city to the major league games. So I noticed that this league, a lot of their teams is right. Out like the suburbs of uh, of big cities. So, yeah, we're going up there. I'm going to check it out, try to find. Uh, look, there's really no really good places to eat up there, I've noticed. I asked old Buzzy about it, and he, he said there was a barbecue spot that's pretty good. But, uh, I looked on the Internet, and I only got a lot of, I don't know. I guess, is that the trouble? How big is it? Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a big, it's not like Indianapolis or anything like that. It's not a big, bustling city. It's like, is it, from what I can tell, I don't think it's like that big. Restaurant-wise, it is. I've actually oh. never never eaten in Evansville proper. Okay. Yeah, we're staying right downtown at the Hyatt. Man, that should be fun. No, the Hyatt can't hide money. You know, here's the thing. With my members, I'm a Hyatt member, and my, with a AAA discount, dude, it's like cheap. It's one of the cheapest hotels there is. It's not a dump. It's cheaper than Marriott, cheaper than the Hilton. So, yeah, put the, I said, as I'm, because yeah, I I just joined up AAA, so I was like, I'm gonna see if they. And sure enough, it gave me like uh, twenty dollars off after mm-hmm. my the member after the member rate, and I was like, dang. So yeah, it it wasn't that it wasn't it was cheaper than the DoubleTree, which is like two like a block up. 
um, it was a lot cheaper than Doubletree, and I figured it would be, high, it'd be a lot higher, but it wasn't. It was discount, so. And it's as expensive as you think. <laughs> when you say high, you think about, you know. But uh, that's my plans. What plans you got? You got any big plans? Man, I got nothing. I'm going to do yard work. I'm going to do yard work and work out. You still swinging that big pole thing? On occasion. Uh, so I do four days. One week I'll do four four days of just like dumbbell uh, bodybuilding style workouts. Uh, upper body and lower body split and then the other four days i do uh, there's this guy on instagram he's called the knees over toes guy he's all about joint flexibility and mobility and like bulletproofing your joints and my joints are beat the hell so i've been doing that it's really helped i have no pain in my knee anymore Um, i still wear a knee brace just as a like mental comfort but i don't have any pain in it i don't work out in a knee brace anymore or anything wow um so and it's it's a four-day workout so I'll do four days of the bodybuilding and then like the other three days, I'll just do something right. Like I might swing the, uh, swing the mace. I may just do, you know, like a deck of cards with body weight stuff. Yeah. I'll just do oh. something. I may do yoga. Um, and same the next week, I'll just do the, uh, the knees over toes workouts, the ATG workouts. Um, and then for four days and then three days of something. So what, what's that big thing called? That's called a mace belt. Uh, a steel mace. So mine's only 10 pounds. But, you know, they go up to, I think the highest I've seen is 50 sold. Dang. It looks pretty heavy. Uh, the whole thing is the fact that, like, that 10-pound weight, or two things. One, the the handle's really thick. Like, my finger, my finger and thumb can't fit around it. Yeah. So, you know, that's working on your grip. And the farther down on the pole you are, the farther the weight is away from you. So it makes it yeah. harder to control it. Yeah. It makes it seem heavier. Yeah. But it's really cool. good for shoulder mobility. And, you know, I had that shoulder surgery, so. Yeah. yeah I saw it. I, I knew you had that thing. I just wondered if you still was using it. Yeah. Um, it's a real good thing to do on a nice day. And then, like, we had a, I had a downed log for a little while, but a couple workouts, and that log went away. Because I was like, hey, I have something to hit now. And I just destroy it. it. No, with that. Oh. I just, I just beat it with the mace belt. Oh, you just beat it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> really therapeutic. I, really, I quite enjoyed it. It's helping you mentally and physically. Huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you can't beat that. Getting... But like when I, when I do that, I'll do like 30 minutes and I'll do like a minute on, a minute off, a minute on, a minute off. And I'll just change yeah. the workouts because you have to do each side. And then, you know, so I'll do like full swings. I'll do uh, 10 and twos, which is where you don't complete the entire swing. And then you go back. But then you have to do it with each hand positioning. Uh, you know, there's dynamic curls. You can do rows with them. Um, and just like you cheat way down and just pull one side up at a time. It, 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 it's surprising how uh, how tiring it can be on parts that you're not used to using. Like there's one called yeah. a spear spear stab, and it's literally stepping forward and jabbing it out like it, you're stabbing, but your forearms by the end of that minute will be on fire. So, <laughs> oh, I got a question. When are you going to get you some Persian clubs like the Iron Sheik? <laughs> uh, so, working on that. Um, oh, seriously? But not probably not as big. Uh, oh, no, I know. Work yeah. my way up there, but no, they do. They sell so they sell wooden ones and they sell metal ones. The only thing about the wooden ones, they're only like they only go up to like three pounds. And while I know I'm a beginner at it, I, I need a little bit more weight than that because I want to be able to have something out of it. So um, I'm looking at doing one of two things, or one of three things actually. Uh, so they make, like I said, they make metal ones. They're quite pricey, um, but I'm looking at maybe getting some um, or I've seen where you can take a uh, like a wiffle ball bat, mm-hmm. drill a hole in the bottom, fill it with sand, 
tape tape that hole closed and everything. And uh, then you've got the weighted ball ball bats. The only thing with that is tried to do it once, not with a drill, with an exacto knife. Ended up with five stitches in my belly. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right before a match with MVP. Um, oh my gosh! So, but I may I may have enough guts to try that again. Or they actually make these handles that you can screw onto any water bottle, and you've got a water bottle. So I could get like two liter bottles of water and use it. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, I used to love the Sheik's gimmick. Uh, he always had this Persian clubs, and they'd always do the gimmick where, you know, he's challenging, and the Bayface comes out there, and he starts doing it and everything, and he'll tackle him and everything. That was all, I always loved it to go to different territories doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really like that old-school functional training stuff. Um, I, I'm just doing the body the bodybuilding workouts because, I mean, frankly, it shows more results than the old-school functional yeah. training does um, because most of that is for – conditioning yeah you know i mean everyone talks about the uh you know the hindu squats and the hindu push-ups and stuff like that but all that's for conditioning i mean you're yeah. going to get some muscle gain from it as well yeah and i wanted as much muscle gain as i could because with the weight loss the skin was getting loose you need to fill it with something so yeah hey your boots look good your new boots thank you i really like them and they take way less time to tie and you you know you tell me the height though and i thought they don't look short on tv with the socks and all that. it it yeah, they're, they're not, not. They're not. They're not shorty short. They're not. You know, Dean Malenko short, yeah. but they're they're short. Uh, they I had to come over my ankle. Like I see some guys who basically have converses. You know what I mean? But they're boots, yeah. but they go under their ankle, and I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, they, they look good. That's most. That's like because I was just I was thinking they're going to be looking shorter. But I was like, they didn't look in the socks. Yeah, they look good. They yeah, and shout good. out to Aces boots boots in Texas. They did they did a great job on them. They were very well made. I love them. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, I was like, he's got his boots. And, like, and I believe they're not metal eyelets too, so they shouldn't rust. Okay. Yeah, they look good. Those. All right. Oh, uh, we gave everybody a shout out, haven't we? I believe <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to wrap this up. We went way long again. We driven around. So, uh, all right. If you're done. I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett from Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.